0: This is the Uncover You podcast, and I'm Eva Berunias. I'm here to help you navigate your transformational journey, so you can experience the you underneath the conditioning and unconscious beliefs. you always find the show notes over at selfmasteryandbeyond.com. Let's get to the core of things. Here's today's episode. Welcome to the last episode of 2023 which fittingly will be about dying and becoming. I've had so many beautiful conversations this past week about dying, about ego death, and about what your soul is here to do and how you can align with that and become more of that. So in this episode, I wanted to share some of the questions that's been coming up. What is it that dies when you go through an ego death? Process. What are you becoming? What why are we doing all of this? This inner work that might have started out with fixing yourself, but what has it grown into as you unidentify with these parts that were trying to fix you, that thought you were broken? Why are you doing the shedding of the old layers? And why set the intentions? Why work with intentions for a new year if 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 everything is moving on its own anyway? And if you're not your suffering, then why does it matter anyway? If everything is okay, why set intentions? Those are the three questions that I want to dive deep into today. And if you haven't seen it already, we're ending this year with a bang. Me and musician Hakan Vreskala have been exploring in his studio of bringing custom music to some of my embodiment practices. And you'll hear more about this. this like the creations that are coming out of there are the most like hauntingly beautiful things. Like It's better than I ever could have dreamt of. So some of my favorite practices like Inside Being Me, Inside embodiment, are now getting custom music to them and they will be released later for you so you can get uh, the bundles. But as we were playing in there, we had so much fun. We said like, why not do this live? So we've decided to combine just gratitude for this year, gratitude for you for being here, listening to this podcast. I know there are many of you that listen week after week and sometimes many many times to the same episode. So just out of gratitude for you being here, for receiving what I'm sharing, for doing something beautiful with it, bringing it into your world, planting that seed in your heart and letting it ripple out into your reality. I wanted to give you a free session This Friday, in two days, if you're listening to this uh, when it's coming out, we will do a soul journey. Because setting intentions for the new year, if you're not aligned with your soul, it's easy that these intentions are just like empty. Empty and coming from an ego perspective of what you should be wanting, what you should be doing. So let's take a soul journey of remembering why you came here and face the fears that your ego mind and that your unconscious mind has about becoming all of that. So we'll go into inventory, we'll go into movement, embodiment, we'll go deep, and all of this will be supported by Hakan's magical beats. He's a percussionist. He is a wizard. <laughs> so come experience that. It's free. I would love to meet with you, to connect with you, to be there with you and take this journey. you find the link to register for this event at selfmasteryandbeyond.com slash becoming, and I'll leave a link where you found this episode. So with that, let's dive into these questions about dying and becoming. As I jumped into this past week's coaching session with the people moving through the death-rebirth process, there was one question that kind of kept coming up in different forms. And it is like, what happens with the aspects of me that I let go of, that I bury, that I'm willing to let die? Like, does this whole aspect of me, maybe that's a protector part, does it just die, dissolve? Will it never come back? Like, what is it that dies and how does that happen? And usually when we inquire a bit, The part of us asking that is usually these parts themselves or other protector parts. Like, what is going to happen? Who will we be if I don't have this aspect of me anymore? Yes, I want to let go of the control. I want to let go of the perfectionist. I long for nothing more. And at the same time, I'm scared. That is the unknown. I don't know who I'll be without it. Will I be safe? Will people like me? Will I be loved? Will I be accepted? Will I end up on the street? So recognizing first and foremost that this is an outer aspect of you with fear is extremely important so that you can use (laughs) pillar number two and three from the four pillars, right, of alchemy. There's a separate episode of this. To unidentify with this part and turn towards it and listen to it. Hey, I hear you are scared. What are you afraid will happen if we don't have this? So this is the most important piece to this. To recognize this fear and to turn towards it, to face it, to meet with it, to listen to it, to hear it out as a valid expression. Not necessarily true, right? That's the difference. But valid, worth listening to, so that an aspect of you get to process through the fear, get to feel it. And maybe when it's being released, when it's being felt and processed, come out on the other side with a new experience. Because if we keep turning away from these fears, that's when the old pattern is stuck. But to go a little deeper and and start answering, exploring this question, what is it that dies? I usually say that it's more an occurrence that dies than it is a whole part of ourselves. Okay? And that occurrence can go at any level in your ego mind. I was having a beautiful conversation just uh, yesterday with with my bar teacher. <laughs> I go, I go exercise and I do this amazing bar class uh, with um, a woman who used to be a ballerina. And since I had an ego death process also happening with. Uh, like that identity dying of from being a dancer, and when I got burned out and overtrained when I was in my early twenties, and this whole identity of being a dancer was just felt it was like ripped away from me like, and I had wanted to be a dancer since I was you know five, six years old, and somewhere along the way, you know that all got distorted, and I thought that I needed to become the dancer, that that was an identity, that dance didn't just get to be an expression that wanted to move through me, right? right? But the ego mind again, right? Building that identity, saying this is what you need to be, and to be that, you need to look this way, perform in this way, and be able to do this, this, and that. So now it's conditioned. What started out as an expression just moving through me now had been built into an identity that we grasp. So anyway, I was having this beautiful conversation. We shared some of our experience with this, and she talked about having a very spontaneous experience of an ego death on the subway, She had been meditating and meditating, and all of a sudden, poof, she felt herself as connected, merged with everything. And this, you could say, is a deep, deep level of ego death. So what dies is the occurrence of you as separate. The experience of you as separate from everything else that sense of the i and there are so many layers levels of ego death like i've shared in the in the recent episode like the ego keeps shedding iterations of itself and keep evolving keep forming new identities so there's ego death's going on like naturally all the time. And it's when we start clinging to aspects or iterations of ourselves out of fear, out of protection, that 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 ego death, that evolution of your ego cannot happen. So on this level of of ego death, of just like that dissolving of that sense of I and the experience of I am connected. I am consciousness itself. I am you. You are me. I am this subway that I'm sitting in. Like all of this exists in this field of consciousness and I am it. It is me. When you have that experience... There's often this sense for the ego then that comes back in to want to cling to that experience and said that's the highest experience to have. So that's what I should be aiming for. But when you've had that experience, it will start to permeate your human experience. And if you, instead of seeing them as polarities as one or the other, and can start to merge them, to let them blend. That is when you're in the truth of this paradox that you are consciousness and you are here having this human experience. So to bring that embodied experience into this lifetime, into your human experience, is an ego death that dissolves the conflict between having an ego and being consciousness itself. So having an ego is not the problem. The problem is that when we don't know that we are consciousness and we let the ego run the show, when it's at the top of the hierarchy, that's when we're in trouble that's when conflict and power struggle and fear creeps into our human experience our collective consciousness so you are consciousness and you'll always return to that be here have this human experience but do it being awake This is the journey. So when an occurrence dies, there might be that aspects of us remains, right? What used to be the judge, like so harshly criticizing us and telling us everything that we are wrong, every way that we are wrong, every way that we are bad, every way that we are ugly and miserable and don't fit in and, you know, don't measure up. that part of us have a strategy of protecting us that is really unhelpful because it keeps other aspects of ourself in that experience of being useless, of being worthless, of being broken. However, the intention of this part was always to protect us. So when we start to meet with this aspect of ourself and really understand its heart, its purpose, you can say even its, its soul, the expression it's here with, we start to understand that it's here to protect us and that it's just adapted a bad strategy for it. When we start to target, you kind know, of like the pattern and seeing that it's the pattern that's the problem, not this aspect of us. It just didn't know how to do anything better. It can actually go back to the point in time when it adapted this strategy, this pattern, and let go of it. So some of these parts, as occurrences dies, as patterns die, this part might want to stay and do a different job. Meaning, do the same job, but in a different way, with a different strategy. So some parts of us, some aspects of us, when we go into a dying process, might die and Dissolve but with a completely new experience of what dying really is. It might not be that scary thing anymore. It might just be returning back to love, to that unified field, which is a beautiful process. It's a shedding process. It's coming back home. But other aspects of us might want to remain And say, hey, I see it now. Thank you for opening my eyes. Thank you for waking me up. And I see what I'm here to do. So let me do it in a different way. And I might need help in this and this way. And you have to train me or you have to teach me. You have to, you know, whatever it is for me to become all of that, all that I can be. So you have a choice and these parts have a choice. And I usually really encourage people to check in with the parts themselves. If they want to die, if they want to dissolve, if they feel their time is over, their purpose is is fulfilled, then let them go. If they don't want to do that, if they feel like, I haven't fulfilled my purpose, I've just done this backwards thing, and let me help you, let me be here as an aspect of you, navigating this human experience, then let them and find out what they need to become more of that. Often they need mentor, often they need like an inner leader that show them how to, and then they are so willing to do that. So as we die, like all the different ways we, our ego can die, I think of it more as occurrences of the ego and sometimes it's that deep experience of the death of the whole identification with the ego itself. You know and this is this is the journey we also take inside beyond the mind, right? To tune to turn our attention towards that experience of consciousness itself inside of us. That doesn't mean that your whole ego will just fall away, but it means now you know what you are, and you can bring that back into this experience of being this human, and you can let that permeate more and more of your experience here, because this sense of being one with everything, it doesn't It doesn't turn away from any aspect of you. That means also your judge and your victim and your princess. Like, all of these aspects of you are also made up from consciousness. So finding out that your consciousness doesn't exclude anything. It doesn't mean that you turn away from any aspect of you saying, well, well, this doesn't matter now because... I am one with everything. Well, it means you're one with that as well. So hopefully this sheds some lights on what is it that dies, what happens with these parts of me, and if they're afraid of letting go, just giving them this new um, map of what happens in an ego death process, on whatever level that ego death happens on. If that's like a fundamental sense of no identity at all. And if that lasts for 10 seconds, 10 minutes, 10 weeks. (laughs) It's still an experience now that is planted inside of you a seed in this human experience that you cannot, like you can't, you cannot unsee it. (laughs) So many... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, negatives in that sentence. Anyhow. That's a little something about dying. So now let's talk about becoming. If you're finding out that you're one with everything and if you're finding out that you're not at all that broken that you as you thought you were, or as part of you thought you were. And if you don't need fixing, then why are we doing all of this? (laughs) The shedding of layers. Can't we just sit in a park bench and be happy and just like nothing matters? Yes, you could. But there is an experience of being human that is very different from the one that we've been conditioned to have. The one we've been conditioned to have is we need to be someone, we need to accomplish something to be someone. There's somewhere we need to get to. And with that fear, we add layers of doing, of accomplishing. And they're all like all these decisions that we make then. Okay, this is the career, this is the education, this is the relationship, this is the... Like, it's all coming from this fear of I need to become something, someone, something. There's, like, there's a race I need to win. And with that grasping, with that clinging, we get lost. We lose our sense of why. And we start using our thinking mind to figure out the best strategy to be loved to be successful to get what we want and we lose our trust in life itself being here as life itself it's like the tree would say oh my god you know i i need to become something else it's not enough what i am is not enough i need to grow taller <laughs> i need to <laughs> become a different tree no, you are here as life, just like the tree is here as life. So getting, to, getting back to that sense of life moving you is a very different experience of being human than what you were conditioned to. It's about returning home to being whole To be here embodied and not just as a walking head. It's to inhabit your heart. It's to inhabit your whole body. To feel every cell of your being. To feel your sex, your passion, your turn on. To breathe. To feel yourself as energy. And to trust that when you shed the layers of who you thought you needed to be, all the strategies you, you thought you needed to have, that beautiful things will happen for you. That now you're on the life journey that was meant for you. Now you're available to life, available to be moved by life. And of course this will be scary for the old program, because it's like, no, 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 no. but it's this job, and it's this relationship, and what if all of that falls away? Or it's this dream, it's this project, it's who I need to be. But know that life has got something so much more magnificent and beautiful in store for you when you let go. This is why we keep shedding layers of what we thought we needed to be. This is why we do embodiment practice. This is why we get back into our bodies and feel ourselves because that's where life resides. That's where life is. The stories and the thoughts in the mind are several steps away from that. It's the filter that we experience life through. But coming down into your body and coming down into your soul and into your energy, like even a level, a layer below the physical, like the energetic experience of you, that's the direct experience of being here. That layer doesn't lie. The mind makes up meaning and filters the the direct experience into a story. But when you drop down into the experience of energy, of you as energy, and that goes through the body, right? Drop into the body first. Now you're having the direct experience and this experience doesn't lie. The yes and the no, your wantings and your desires. When you're feeling pulled towards something that doesn't make sense to your mind. But life wants to move you here. Even in a direction that might feel and seem wrong or uncomfortable or like this hurts too much. But it's something that you need to move through. my own experience of becoming in this way 10 years ago i could never have imagined that i would be sitting here recording a podcast that i will be traveling the world sharing these teachings with people from all over the world that people would be listening to me that people would open up to the deepest fierce and, you know, darkest corners of their unconscious to me. That I got to live a life this way, I could never have imagined. But it wasn't until I let go of the old ideas of what I should be that I could become all of this. And I'm still becoming, right? I'm still on this journey. And this past year, one of the absolute highlights of my year was the power journey to Teotihuacan, which, you know, on top of just guiding this amazing group of people into more of themselves, into finding themselves, like what they truly are, and that divine consciousness, and them as that, I had an amazing journey myself. And it kind of came full circle from the first year I came there, nine years ago. And it showed me (laughs) the big initiation that I've been on, and that 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 cycle of initiation has come to an end, and my training will continue, but in a different shape and form. So I'm amazed, like... I've always, when I was a kid, I loved reading fantasy novels, and now it feels like my life has become that, because I stepped out of that old idea of what I needed to be, and I trust it again and again and again. I, I want to tell you more about my own story, and there's actually a book coming not just about this and, and my story, but it will be woven into a beautiful book that is being written <laughs> through my fingers, um, and it will be out next year, about the alchemy of feeling and about the sense of, of shedding the lies of what we are and coming back home to ourselves. And I will tell my story in there of this past you know, nine years of my journey and how I became to be where I am right now and how that I know that this, this journey will continue. And if you want to hear parts of this story, I will also share it in the session on Friday in the name of dying and becoming because that's really what it is. So I hope that your soul, your heart can hear this your mind might be afraid, but that there's an aspect of you that feel the truth in this, like, yes, of course, I am more. And that is also exactly, you know, what, what we do in all of my programs, right? The different aspects of this journey are all embedded in my programs. And maybe one of the most potent offerings in the next, Or oh, there are so many you know we're going to a power journey to Teotihuacan in December. The dates will be up in in a little bit, but come with me there for the first time. I will do I will do that journey, leading it on my own in a in a new way that really came to me this year. Evolving that journey, and I'll have plenty of support of beautiful souls and humans who are with me on this journey, but also. If you feel called, <laughs> come to the calling. I call it a women's retreat, but I had a beautiful conversation in this past week also with someone who do not identify as a woman, um, but is in a female body. And you're welcome to. So even if I use the word woman in here, I'm using it more in the term of Anyone who's been projected a patriarchal structure and been suppressing their feminine power and want to bring it back, want to shed those old layers and kind of shackles that were brought onto you. And this happens to men and to any human that's been part of a patriarchal structure, right? And it's not just patriarchal, that's just a word for like mind and fear suppressing What we are. Okay. And with that, our connection with life, our connection with our yin, with our feminine energy. And this is, of course, not the masculine energy. It's a corrupted version of it. It's an immature, it's a wounded version, just like the feminine has been in a wounded version. Anyhow, come to the women's retreats, even if you don't necessarily identify as a woman. But if you feel this calling, this is for you. To step more into what you're here to do. Maybe that's the energy of the priestess. Maybe you feel you're here to bring something into the world. And are ready to start taking the steps to becoming that. To rise as the phoenix from the ashes. After burning everything that you thought you were down. So those are some of the ways that you can be supported in becoming. So the third thing that I that I mentioned in the beginning that I wanted to touch on what was why set intentions. If this human experience is a dream, and we're all consciousness, and this is like appearing in a certain dimension. Like, why does any of it matter? And, and if I'm life, life will move me, right? But what we tend to miss when we, when we argue that way, when we believe in that way, we miss exactly that, that we are life. So that our desires are expressions of life itself. So when we go flat to neutral and we say like, well, nothing matters, it's like we deny being life. It's like life would say, well, there's no need for spring. So no, no plants and and flowers this year. Sorry. (laughs) It doesn't matter anyway. So yes, you are consciousness, but you're also life. Life wants to express. Life is here on this journey. Life is here for consciousness to experience itself. So be life. This means getting in touch with your turn-on, your desires, and to align that with your soul and not with that old collective consciousness. Okay? Now... Your will is unified. Now you are whole. Now you're here expressing what you came here for. So setting your intentions is to start creating movement. Like you set things in motions. It's like a spell when you state it and you can do it with words, you can do it with feeling. But the most important thing is that you feel yourself as that you want to become as that you are becoming. And you can do that even if you haven't shedded all the layers of you. It's, it's really important that it becomes your beacon. This is what I'm stepping into. This is what my soul knows I am, and I'm becoming it even though <laughs> I still have these wounded and, and protective aspects of me, of course. So, Setting intentions aligned with your soul and speaking them, saying them, kind of claiming them. Yes, I want this. If you want to do this, come join us in the session on Friday. If you want to do that live and have guidance. Because first, I will guide you to connect with your Why? Why you came in here. And it might be as simple as bringing love and joy into the world. And now when you know that, you can do that in thousands of different ways, right? But now you remember your why. And now you don't go to the surface layer of, I should have a PhD in this, I should take this career path, but you know why you're doing that. And then after that, you will meet with your fear and you will go into beautiful embodiment practice of like letting those fears be felt about becoming that because it will be scary for aspects of you. Oh my God, I've met so many fears from recording my first podcast episode three years ago to hosting my first group Session like in my living room, I think I had eight or nine people coming to my tiny living room where I used to live, and we had a course there, right there on my living room floor. And then hosting my first webinar, and I had hundreds of signups, I've met with those fears of becoming this along the way again and again and again. So we'll meet with the fears. You'll get to meet with your fears in that session. So they get to be felt. And then we'll set intentions. You'll dream into what is next for this year? What is aligned action? What is the next step? Is it shedding something? Is it practicing something? Is it allowing something? And now when that is spoken, life will start to move you in that direction. Things will start to occur in your external world. Things will fall away. Things will come into your world. I hope that this has given you a little bit more of a direction of dying and becoming, what dying is, and why you're here and how you can get back in touch with it. And if you want to do this beautiful process together with me, yeah, come to the Friday session. If you cannot be there live, but you really want to experience this, sign up, register, and we will make the recording available for three days, like over the weekend onto January 1st. So it won't stay up for, for a long time, but for you to go in and, and do this uh, process if you can't be there live. But of course, the live experience is going to be amazing. We're setting up a studio for you. Um, and we've been rehearsing and doing sound checks. And feels like I'm back in my dancing day setting up productions. I love it. <laughs> So if this goes well, you might see more of this, more of these live um, events, because, oh my God, this is so juicy and yummy, and one of my desires that is coming up, one of the ways that life wants to move me. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you have a beautiful end of 2023. Thank you for being here with me, for listening for taking the seeds of what I'm sharing into your own heart, making it work for you, leaving the rest, and <laughs> taking what wants to be planted into your soil and what wants to sprout and grow inside of you. Make your life your art, make how you show up in this world your art. I love you. I hope to see you on Friday. Thank you for listening. And if this was helpful to you, I appreciate a review in the podcast app that you're using. Until next week.